This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am Nathan, the old year, big long beard, uh, Hartman, and uh, we're going to ring in the new year because you're hearing us in 2023. Uh, we got some some fresh New Year babies with us tonight. Uh, let's see. Let's go down the line and check our babies. Sara, welcome, Sara. Hello. Happy New Year to you. And Janine, hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Oh, so good. So good to have you, Janine. And we have Dave. Oh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year to you. And then Victoria, who is we wasn't going to make it. Uh, she had... The old influenza, the old, the old pneumonia, the old, you know, coming for you in the winters and the, the little cough right at the, the third act of Little Woman. I mean, she was she was on the edge, but she's with us tonight. Uh, <laughs> Victoria, uh, uh, how are you? Are you going to make it? I mean, they drugged me up and I slept <laughs> for like 13 hours, so I think I'm good to go. Girls, hi. Girl. Atta girl. I don't so, know what happened. I was uh I was very high. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she is with us tonight, of course, uh, with her cough button at the ready. She's already coughing in the mute. Uh uh she is uh yeah. So, but she is gonna lead us off tonight. We have we have some news. Um we are gonna go back in uh the Wayback Machine a little bit and do some news from the last couple weeks. We're gonna basically do all of December because if you know, our last episode was very Christmas based and we only did a little bit of news. So we thought we'd catch up and guess what, gang? There is not a lot of news out there because everyone's on vacation. So uh, we are going to hit what we can find here and talk a little bit about some stuff, maybe some New Year's resolutions that Disney could implement. Uh, so we're going to get all that. But Victoria, um, uh, while you aren't coughing, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on in Walt Disney World? Well, certainly. So first things first, we're going to start off with uh, the best Christmas gift I could have possibly received. And that is the uh, Walt Disney World Railroad coming back to Magic Kingdom. Yay! yay. It uh, opened uh, on December 23rd, so like sometime last week before Christmas. Um, It was open for media and all that good stuff. It's been closed since December of 2017 2018 it's been four years yeah. four years uh eighty five thousand years was there a reason that they closed it it was because of the um construction of tron they had to rework yeah the, uh, oh okay had to re- rework the had to reroute it and, and once they realized they were doing that they're like we're gonna refurb every engine we're gonna they replaced a bunch of tracks so it was a big deal mm. yeah i mean it was worth it I, I kind of i don't know there's a little bit of me that's like you know, they probably could have waited an extra, like, you know, a year, like four years is a long time. Like, do you really like, can you, can you work on Tron without, you know, I know there was a lot of construction and I'm glad they did the refurb and everything, but man, four I years. I think access, access was the big thing, like construction mm-hmm. access to the site. If you got a train going every two or three minutes, it's, I, I, I can well, see they them also stop looking at completely? the calendar. Because of the pandemic, yeah. too. That's yeah, true. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a that's yeah, a valid that's point. 
so that's a whole year lost. Um, yeah. It is strange, though, that someone who is a freshman this year will be graduating um, from college. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know there was a railroad in Disney What is World. with you? What is wrong with I you? I really what? didn't even. Well, because we have the Girl. Disneyland one. That's the only one. Like, the Disneyland that's the only one. This is the kind of West Coast <laughs> the Disneyland, Disneyland one elitism. Is much better. I'm the sorry. Disneyland one one is the better. dinosaur diorama. Yeah, 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 you've got Claude Coates yeah. backdrops. Sorry, we get that it. Man we get it. Was a slut for a good train. He didn't think he was gonna put <laughs> yeah. it in his other. Park. I just didn't think that the, you guys had one. Like the multiple times that I had been, I did not see a train, so I didn't think that there was one. We had more than one. We've always we had at one point we had one in Magic Kingdom and we had one in Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We have a tiny little train at Disney Springs currently. It's okay. Animal, Animal Kingdom. Not, Animal Kingdom's got a train. We got tons Where? of trains. Where in it, Animal Kingdom? It, Where's it takes you? It takes you to the little petting zoo. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. right, Rafiki's. <laughs> Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, Rafiki's yeah. Planet Watch. It's like this. The, That's the like my favorite part of Animal Kingdom. So yeah, it's me too. I love it. I, because it you sit sideways for some zoo. reason, it doesn't register in my brain as a train. Oh, because uh, you sit so, well. I well, the that. Disneyland ours is kind of like sideways. There's something I sideways. It is kind there's, of fun. yeah. There's two different kinds. Yeah. There's one where you're facing, yeah. and yeah. But that yeah, but that Claude Coates stuff is so cool, just because it's yeah. from the from the World's Fair, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, we just got our train back, and you West Coast bitches coming in here and being like, "That's cool and all, but ours is still better." Like, can I have a train for like two seconds, people? I'm just can I be saying. completely you know honest? Ex- I literally bought yeah. my ticket to Magic Kingdom for next Friday solely to ride the train. I'm not even. Joking. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know what made me? I too am a slut for a train. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel you. My favorite thing, though, I watched the video. Somebody they posted a ride through, I guess, and uh, um, a video of it going under Tron, and they put in this whole soundtrack where the grid recognizes on incoming intruders and scans you, and it's the it's the Daft Punk music and stuff, and then it lets you buy. And I and my inner Tron nerd was like, because they used to, (laughs) because they used to do that on. The people mover here, there was a whole section that was that they used footage from Tron in these wraparound projection screens. And uh, and it was the same thing. It was like the little people mover train would come in and it would say, you know, intruder alert, blah, blah, blah. You can see it on, on YouTube. It's a uh, nostalgic crap, actually. It's not doesn't look great at all. But, <laughs> uh, you know, my inner 10 year old, my inner 14 sure. year old was like, oh, yes. there you go. We have a train um, and we're very excited about it. And I'm very excited to write it. And uh I will, I'm sure, drag my wife on it, and she'll be like, really? We've got to do the whole train? I'm going to be like, yes. She's like, it's not really meant to ride. You're supposed to get off. And no, Nope. Nope. I'm going to ride the whole thing. Um, it's what it's Walt would have wanted. Yeah, it's what Walt would have wanted. Our favorite train slut. Uh, we're doing <laughs> it for him. Uh, Victoria, uh, let's take a, not a train, but a monorail over to Epcot. Um, tell us, this is, I would say, maybe the, my second best news of the night. <laughs> hate it but anyway so um with the unfortunate passing of the 50th anniversary celebration which i forgot was still even happening to be honest um that's going to be ending on march 31st of 2023 so in about three months harmonious will be leaving along with it so um i believe they mentioned during d23 that it was going to be replaced with like a nighttime spectacular for like the 100th anniversary of the company 
Um, I believe there's rumors that they're going to continue to use the taco bar just that everybody hates and such. But other than that, yeah, Harmonious is leaving around the same time as the 50th anniversary celebration. So I know Janine has seen Harmonious, and I have, and Victoria, you have. Sara and Dave, I don't think either of you have. Dave, you've been, were you even here when Harmonious was? Uh, yeah, and yeah, and it, it, when we go, went to see Guardians, wasn't it yeah. running then? It should have been. Yeah, yeah, and I, and then frankly, I, I avoided it because I wanted to write other things while the the show was filled with people. Yeah, um, smart. Mainly just because I had heard not good things, and I and I watched it online. I'm like, I get it. I don't think I need to see this one live. I don't, yeah. you know. I I actually found some of it pretty um, great in terms of pacing and music choices and things, but it's just such a weird staging for me. Yeah, and that's not just that show. Like staging anything in the round in that scale is really hard, and they've mm-hmm. always had to do some sort of compromise. But but this one was a weird one for me. Yeah, I have a question. Do you guys think? Because Harmonious didn't come out until that. What when was when did it come out? Twenty twenty. Harmonious came out um, right after. I mean, it was like it was Reflections. Reflections went into Forever, Epcot Forever, and then Forever mm-hmm. was Harmonious. I want to say it's um, only been a year. Okay, October first, twenty twenty one. Okay, yes. Okay, so this is my half baked thought. Do you guys think that? Because my issue with Harmonious is it's so light on fireworks that perhaps they toned down so heavily on fireworks just due to supply chain issues and like not being sure that they would. That, that clocks. That actually, I bet you that's a lot of it. I bet that clocks really, really well, actually. That's a, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad theory. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were down to, you kind of have to have it at Magic Kingdom fireworks yeah then, you have to yeah. <clears throat> studios not so much there's some... like three they can get more... away with that yeah without uh, having fireworks no. animal studios even have a nighttime show yeah they have animal... two i think mm-hmm. well animal kingdom used to have a show kind of in 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 the vein it's not the same but kind of a proto mix of harmonious and uh um kind of uh world of color like it it was this show that used um projection on uh fountains and barges Mm. but the barges were like for entertainment and stuff and it was cute but that is the smallest river or river it's not a river but the smallest little area and it's just really hard to do anything in it ask any the show was yeah the show was was not good there yeah it was vegas I feel and like they, it would be well, nice. and the biggest thing is they spent a lot of money on those barges, and they were self-propelled. They were like a GPS. They were like yeah. trackless vehicles, basically in the water. And then there were performers on the water. And what I heard until they tested the water and realized that they fell in, there's a lot of contaminants, and it wouldn't be good for the performers. So that it turned to performerless barges, and yep. then the barges started hitting each other because of wind. Like I, I just heard nightmare issues on that. Yeah, show. it was really, so, really rough. Yeah, it was really rough. I mean, there were years where it just didn't work. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. I never saw it. I would have thought it's that they would have done went. something like World of Color in Epcot. I feel like that's what um, they should have done. They, yeah. The challenge is the water in that lagoon. Is like, that's an is it actual... Gross? Well, no, it's, no, it's not that it's, it's gross. It's just... It's deep. It's deep. It is not big enough. Oh. I mean, it's not... It's too big. I'm sorry. And it's a natural water source and there's wildlife that live in it and stuff. So 
Um, whereas DCA is li- literally a concrete box yeah. of water. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, they've wanted to do something like World of Color. There's just nowhere to do it in the, the current waterways at the Florida parks because they're not, plus shooting that water into the air, into the atmosphere. Um, uh, I mean, they do it in harmonious, trust me, but it's like doing it at the scale of World of Color Mm-hmm. close to the guests is probably not a good idea yeah. um, but my i don't know that for a, for a fact my get my guess is the biggest reason is because the other thing about doing a fountain show and i know they had this problem on the harmonious barges um is that you, it, they had to have filtration systems on board on all of them just to get the the the, the, the regular lake water gunk out of it and mm. that is a whole extra cost yeah it's a it's always been an issue with all the fountain shows in that park mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, Florida, it's, I don't think we have, besides Fantasmic, I don't think we have any show based on a water uh, setting that isn't connected to some actual, like, wildlife area. Because uh, Animal Kingdom is. Yeah. Because they take the stuff back. Yeah. And, and the same goes with, yeah, all of that. I guess the only successful one that's been on a wildlife one would be the... Uh, uh, the water pageant. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard to oh, do, right. but it's technically successful. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there you go. Uh, I will not miss harmonious. Um, I, my problems with the barges more than anything else, I think. And it had nothing really to do with Epcot. I think is the other thing is they they finally kind of yeah. really pulled the bandaid off and were like, nah, like let's not even act like yeah. this is about Epcot. So if they can find a better mix or, I mean, it's the hundredth too. So it can be like the broader kind of show. Um, and I think that we'll accept it in a different sort of way, but those barges, my, uh, anyone who says they like harmonious, I always say, that's great. I have no problem with that. Um, but is it, is it worth the cost of those barges being out there all day? And no one's been able to make that equation work. It, like it just doesn't work because it's, it sucks. <laughs> it just ruins the views. Well, now that you're thinking about saying that, like, I remember they said it was supposed to be fountains during the day and I've never seen them be fountains i yeah. have and it's so that's terrible. a well there you go <laughs> yeah oh yeah we so saw do that. the fountains yeah. cover right? the barges is that no. what it is no. <laughs> it's like little fountains it's it, yeah if you look at the concept art it looks like it's completely covering it and you wouldn't even know there was yeah that's there. what i thought it was the wind and other factors make that not possible at all it just mm. looks like it looks like someone turned on a mall fountain like it's it's so <laughs> pathetic in comparison to the barge okay. um it didn't work at all but we'll see what happens with harmonious uh leaving um let's talk about another thing that's kind of bland um victoria uh, we have kind of a <laughs> double header here why don't you tell us both the stories and then we'll just kind of get into the overall minutiae of the whole thing all right so i mean I was looking over this and honestly, a Bob's Burgers quote came to mind. It was basically, if this was a spice, it would be flour. <laughs> <laughs> so the Boardwalk Inn Resort, which is near Epcot in um, Hollywood Studios, opened a brand new coffee shop and replaced a, um, a gift shop, I believe, or like something like that. Um Very bland. Um, it's giving very modern like modern resort i suppose it's done in like gray cream tans a little bit of it's, blue and a little it's little giving gold. new build that's what it feels like to me um yeah it, so it does have like a little grab and go station but otherwise it's a coffee shop um it did not open to rave reviews by <laughs> people online yeah i mean i did see a tweet earlier and basically was like 
the design standards of Disney is like, I don't even know how to pronounce this word, but basically the buzzwords to describe it is dynamic, inspiring, and exciting. And then there's a picture of a Whole Foods. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. what's dynamic or exciting yeah, about Whole Foods. <laughs> I mean, a lot of this kind of work goes to outside uh, interiors firms. And, you know, the trend with these kind of things, I don't like it either, trust me, but the trend with these things is to sort of make it neutral. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know the, the the reasons behind that. I know that a lot of people are talking about, they call it the Genslerfication of Disney because yes, Gensler's a giant was. architectural firm and the head of Disney Imagineering used to be at Gensler. Like I get that thought process. Um, and yeah, it probably is an interiors firm that works with Gensler. It might even be Gensler themselves because Disney does use outside firms like yeah. that. Or at the, the very thing least, is, it, when you're at the top and, and that's sort of where your head's at, like, right, someone's right. got to give a thumbs up. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, my, my gut reaction, my first reaction was they do this kind of thing to appeal to, you know, Midwestern yoga pants soccer moms, you know, who want a, 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 a cup of coffee before they go into the park. And I that's, just don't think it even know, succeeds I, in that. <laughs> I think no, it you're does. Right. Absolutely right. I mean, you th- here's my thing. Hold, hold, hold. Here's my <laughs> thing, though. Do you truly go to a coffee shop for the like for a theme? Oh hell yeah, yes, you go I for do. the vibes. Hundred percent. I go like, for quiet. Yeah, and yeah. I go uh-huh. for, and I go, and if it's quiet. But- then I'm fine, but, but this I don't place necessarily... doesn't look quiet. It looks loud, and, and that's and that's what I was gonna yeah. say. And I was like, but in, if you're gonna be in the boardwalk and you notice know, like families and stuff, and this is a theme park hotel, essentially, is it even gonna be quiet? So my point it, is just like, is that what they were going for? Maybe just like a quiet, yeah, coffee shop, like modern feel. When you look at the store that it replaced, it was called Dundee Sundries, and it was just a gift shop. Remember that the like a boardwalk theme is a lot of like white slat and light color uh, on yeah. Wayne's coating down at the bottom. Like the old store was not really that themed. It just had a little more color. And the theming was like the, 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 the sign itself was like stained glass. Yeah. Right. Cause it looked like the place was cause a board, a boardwalk was built to be built in a, the, the architecture for those things were a very particular kind of slat, you know, mm-hmm. cheap, frankly, construction, but that store had a little tiny bit of color. And then I saw somebody tweet out today, um travel truth on twitter to posted this thing where it's a picture of the old boardwalk candy shop that i guess is still there that's yeah. original construction in the park and it's at old disney and it put the new coffee shop next to it and said new disney and i'm like i don't necessarily think people want something as colorful as that candy shop when they sit down for their coffee so i'm on victoria's side for that one but i think there's a middle ground between what they built and something that has a tiny hmm. bit of color and that, a tiny yeah. bit of placemaking theme because like framed prints of 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 carousels and the and the teacups is all that it speaks to the theme. It's like, couldn't you have some tiny moments of color somewhere? Maybe I think that's what the gold and the blue was supposed to be, but I don't yeah. recall seeing the gold the gold and the blue. Yeah. So I was here's my here's my I guess like mm-hmm. argument for more color. Um, when you go to Disney, when you go to Disney World or Disneyland, like you want maximalism like thrown in your face you want everything you want the color you want it all because it's like you're going on a disney vacation i don't want to feel like i'm going to a coffee shop that's already in my town or like down the street so it's like i get what they're trying to do or like how they're trying to like make it all calm and like whatever and they're going for the minimalist neutral colors and all these different things which is like very modern and like very on trend right now and i think it does 
um speak to like dave's point of like it, it is appealing to the midwest like yoga moms because like this is what all their homes look like like this is what all their new build homes look like and it, right. i just don't want to look at their kitchen you know when i'm on vacation at look disney at, world watch the magnolia network and see every house literally into open plan with this color scheme and it's like yeah oy, it's, like, a, it's like, like you're I watching hgtv like i just don't want to i don't want to yeah. do that well you know? i do want to watch house hunters right now though <laughs> Or like, yeah, of course. Like, I would love to see. Like, it just feels like it was made like by the Magnolia Company. Like, what's their name? Jo- no, yeah. Joanna. And- oh yeah. What's their name? Joanna. Chip and Joanna. Yeah, those yeah. people. So it's like that's. It feels like they built it. Like I'm, I want to. I'm expecting a barn door somewhere. They are better at bringing warmth into a design, and there is. Yeah. Yeah. I like the show. Yeah, no <laughs> warmth than this. But I just want There's more. Nothing. I want it to be eclectic and like crazy and like filled with like a bunch of different. There's no things. fun in this. It's not fun. No, yeah. No. no. The other thing that they often factor into designs at the parks is what do they want the actual dwell time to be? And this may be a a, a thing of they want high turnover. They want you to grab your coffee and go. They don't want to make it interesting. That I don't know that for a fact. That's a good but point. That does that, it does that make discussion sense. happens quite a bit. They like, do not want you popping your laptop top open. And that really don't. no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Well, this reminds me of there are a couple of things that pop in my head. First of all, this reminds me if you go to casinos in Vegas, this reminds me of like a shop, like a coffee place in a Vegas casino, because it's it is that sort of like it's it's connected to something much larger. It's it's sort of it has a purpose, but it's a very specific purpose. And it's, and it's, as you kind of mentioned, you go in and you go out and like, that's the thing. You guys are talking about this, like it's an actual coffee shop. I, I, it's not, I mean, it's, it is like five seats or five tables, a couple of seats connected to the it's area that's the coffee shop. It's a grab and go. I mean, Polly has this, Grand Flow has this. They all have these sort of minor whatever grab. This is for parents at 4.30 in the morning to go and grab their first cup of coffee and hit guys- the park. It's not, for the, it's not for enjoying. Now, that said, it still sucks and it's still not good. Right. And, it is and, boring. Right. Yeah, you can have all your excuses of about like flow and and all of that, but in the end, it still you know kind of looks like a friggin' Hampton. And it just like, doesn't feel like Disney. That's no. like it, it's a hill. It feels like it was. I could find this in the Hilton. Like this yeah. doesn't feel like it'd be at a Disney call, resort. And if you're gonna call it Carousel Cafe, like no, you don't have to have carousel horses on display. But you but there should. Are things you could. God damn well, no, it. But there, <laughs> there could be one. Yeah, there could be one on display, I guess. But even then, it's like, um, the, the, like you know, it's a really good one. And uh, sorry, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's the Jolly Holiday. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Refurb, the refurb of the Jolly Holiday in Disneyland is a really good balance of like, yes, it's part of Main Street, but we're trying to appeal to a newer audience. Like, I just think you could have taken this place and put in, uh, you know, maybe some of the vertical um, separation points in the walls looked like carousel bars were like, yeah world gold or something and like a little bit of pink and blue like there's a restaurant at hershey park and literally their bar has one of their carousel horses in the middle of it that's cool in el in every part of like their restaurant some of the seating are old like vehicles from their old rides like yeah and like the thing about this is i i I kind of see a couple points i'm gonna i'm gonna send you guys a link in our chat um and it's just photos of steakhouse 71 which is the contemporary and steakhouse 71 is basically doing what this is doing and the idea is okay we're acknowledging disney stuff um 
but we're going to make it sleek and interesting. And I'm not saying the pictures do the best justice, but it really, really works when you're there. Uh, when you go to Steakhouse 71, yeah. like it, it, it's clean and, and, and it feels yeah. new, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's got it. Yeah. Like, like there's pictures of the space mountain and all sorts of stuff. And this is that weird middle ground where it's like, okay, you're not middle trying ground. to get the boardwalk, but you're also yeah. trying to represent a portion of the park and you don't really, you don't really land on either. It feels like the name came last, you know, like the design yeah. was already done and then they made, well, okay, let's call it this and let's throw up some pictures. But yeah, yeah, you know, I think we're talking about this for so long, everybody, because it it's, we we've seen this uh, concern before. It makes we're me thinking, wonder about the Grand Floridian lobby, though. Right, which is our which is part of this topic. Victoria, give us a little information about that. And we'll keep going. Oh well, um, the 35th anniversary is next year. I think it's sometime in July for the Grand Flow, and they mm-hmm. are going to be renovating the entire lobby. Um, basically, we know it's kind of it's not up to date. Like it's, it's giving very much so old money. It's like I walk in and I know I don't belong there, but I guess they're going to fit it with certain changes that have already done to the resort, like um the uh, Enchanted Rose. Enchanted Rose and, and Citrus both have already been finished. Yes. They've uh, already been done. Yeah. Um, they, and I think they're doing Mary Poppins. Citrus rooms? is Mary Poppins. Yeah. I don't know if, the, I don't know what the rooms are going to be, but those work. Uh, Citrus looks amazing. It is amazing. Uh, it does. It does in, look nice. Enchanted Rose is it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, and and so like when they do these things right, and and there's sort of a a clamber of like, oh, I don't know about design changes. Uh, like I've seen them do good work in that sort of like what I would call resort specific. It's 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 hinting at something, but it's not trying to be too overt. It's a lot of use of concept art, things of that nature. It's really pretty. Um, they did do some, the, the grand flow has a couple of the other buildings connected that have already been refurbed and they have Mary Poppins concept art and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's part of their whole thing. Um, someone mentioned on Twitter, I can't remember who, but they were sort of making this comparison of like, oh, well, this is like, this is another example. This looks exactly like, um, the cafe at Epcot. And I'm like, no, it, it really doesn't look like Connections Cafe. I see what you're trying to say here, which is that sort of modern sleek, uh, wood, I don't know, you know, those wood beams or whatever, but like that works because it is a, an area that is, it should sort of feel like an active area where people are going in and out. And this doesn't even give off that. This feels like you're supposed and to like, stay, but everyone's going to leave anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the connections cafe at least has the, you know, the big gorgeous mural they put in, right? Like that mm. ends That's up being true. some placemaking there, even though the, the rest of it is very clean, you know? And yeah. modern things in Epcot make sense, but like yep. it doesn't make sense in. Sure. Oh, so I feel like they do it. They did a really good job on the wish. If you saw like the restaurants there, they also had the same vibe of like having things that are also modern and subtle Disney. And I think I really like the way that they did that with some of those restaurants. And I feel yeah. like they're capable. It's just why is why does this look so awful? And this reminds me of the lounge that they had for villains for dvc mm. this is like it's a very similar vibe it's like i get that you're trying to do subtlety but this is like too subtle this is like this just doesn't feel like disney at all the thing that the thing that actually turns my stomach about it is not necessarily the outcome of the design it's that i know based on the processes that they have at imagineering and the hotels and resorts and everything the amount of money and time and guest research and exit polls and 
mind think you know fuckery that they put into this they spend a lot of money figuring out how to land on this design they really do and that just turns my stomach because it's like it does there is no place for (laughs) very by committee there's no place for a singular vision but you know but part of me also understands you know they're they have shareholders to to answer to and they probably um they have entire divisions of that company that look into you know uh, travel and architecture um, trends. And frankly, I bet there's a lot of people who have the money to go to Walt Disney World who are young families in their 20s and 30s who don't know the references of these old places at all and are sort of unwilling to learn it rather than Disney teach them through design. They're saying, no, let's give them what they want. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think there can always be a middle ground there. And I just don't think they've this place nails it. Well, I mean, that's sort of the issue that I think the Eisner era resorts have all sort of had. I think of, you know, this is one of those. And it's sort of it's like none of them leapt far enough into the theme. You know, like if if Polly and Grand Flow are at 100 percent. Right. When these were first built, they were at like 75 percent. Right. There was there was some leaning in, but not fully. And and. I think that allows people to not really connect to them and like go, this is okay. I'm, I'm going to this theme park, but I'm also going to this themed resort and, and I really love it. Like no one thinks about, no, I, I mean, I know people that love boardwalk. Sure. But they like the boardwalk that's there. No one's clamoring for staying at the boardwalk, like going gaga over swan, you know, like. Oh, I go gaga over swan. Well, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's that difference between the kind of really heavily themed Magic Kingdom uh, seven seas. That's Lagoon true. Ones. I enjoy swan for reasons unrelated to Disney. Like it doesn't feel right. like a Disney. It just right. happens to be close to Disney. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I don't know. I, I'm not too worried about this. I, I'm, I'm less worried about Graham flow. I, I want to go see this carousel coffee. I probably won't because it seems like a waste of my time, but I want to see it just to actually know how it feels to be in it. Um, and to see pictures can be real. Uh, I don't know. You put a wide angle on something and all of a sudden it looks like shit. Yeah. And so who knows? Yeah. It could be okay. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to give it to the benefit of the doubt. Can you now. imagine being like the person who championed this mm-hmm. and then seeing Twitter, which my Twitter feed was mostly people being like, shut the fuck up about yeah. how bad the carousel is. Like, I'm done talking about it's bad. We all know it's bad. It's, shut it's up. a coffee shop. They're right. Mm-hmm. It's a coffee shop. In the, so, in the no grand one's clamoring to go to the this specific coffee shop. Like, you were not. Shop. It's not it a, a destination. Like, you, it, they're right. not making yeah, something no. to lure yeah. you to the boardwalk. No. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, now, if it's I sold alcohol, we- then maybe. <laughs> I think it's just that it's the worry that like imagineering might be going down a certain path oh for and sure that's and that's the yeah. fear it's, i think that that is, that's where that yeah. that comes from but like you guys said it's it's literally no one's gonna go um we all go get our starbucks at the like at the theme parks anyway and like cry about how long the line is like that's fine uh let's move on from this because i i agree i think sorry that was a, a, a great sort of end point um let's go over to your coast sarah and talk a little bit about a, a couple items at disneyland and then uh, david's gonna talk to us about california adventure but uh you've got something uh you're not soaring over california uh over there you're having uh soaring over sleeping beauty castle uh, with a yeah. certain puffy little dude so what's going <laughs> on so um like 
oh my gosh, I don't know why I just like lost my brain of thought for a second. But anyways, um, Baymax from Big Hero Six is going to be flying over um, Sleeping Beauty Castle for Wondrous Journeys for the Disneyland 100 uh, celebration. Um, and I'm pretty excited about this because we don't really have Baymax in the parks. Like we don't have anything really Big Hero Six related. And since the San Francisco news, I think that this is kind of cool. So mm. um, he's going to be flying over. It, he looks really big, and he's going to be yeah. flying in his red um, suit. I'm going to be yeah, honest. Red. I never saw Big Hero 6. Um, <laughs> I am sorry. What? I know. Right. You get off it's of this right. podcast right Uh-oh. now and go watch it. I will not. I'm going to watch it. Okay, you know what? Right here. I, it's I, literally I legit in my, my top five or seven Disney films of all time. Sorry, Dave, Ethan. you you liking chunky white dudes is not a shock to me at all. So you got <laughs> nothing nothing new about this scenario. Point point taken. Wig snatched. Thank you very much. Um, yep. We were silent. Like, um, I think I think I think it's using the same infrastructure as Tinkerbell, right? It's using the that's cable what it system. looks like a cable. It's it's the same cable. Right. He'll be fly- It's the same path. It seems. Um, and like yeah. I said, yeah, he'll be he'll be wearing his red uh, suit. Is it a robot suit? Did, flight suit, I flight guess. Suit. I did you know. ever see the? Did you, it's a superhero suit. It's a superhero. Did you ever suit. see the the Dumbo? Did you ever see the Dumbo that went overhead? No, that's right. It was I a saw flying videos. Dumbo. Yeah, and it was basically a costume that went around the the uh, uh, pixie performer, basically, um, <laughs> so that so that the ears could flap, basically. So there was a person oh. in there. I doubt but, this will have one because I don't think they need him to move, other than maybe there's a head turn or something you think but it'll be a person this one will probably be all automated no no, 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 no not this one. yeah i don't think they're gonna one. chuck in one of them spider-men you're gonna put him in there <laughs> from the pile that yeah from our, po- our post-heated spider-man they're gonna grab <laughs> yeah. one and chuck him in um, they can yeah. do without one yeah. <laughs> they can yeah they can have one um they're just gonna have to put a lot of padding around it and stuff yeah in case it I- falls I think this is cool. I I don't know. I I don't have any like love. I don't hate Big Hero Six or anything. But and I know that the generation of children that are going do love Big Hero Six, or at least they know of Big Hero Six. For me, when you have the hundredth, it's like so you're gonna fly Tinkerbell, right? But you're gonna do it in a much cooler way, right? And it's like nope, we're gonna we're gonna take this IP that we kind of created what ten years ago now. Um, and we've done a TV show in one movie, and uh, it's Marvel. That was my exact thinking. I was just like, this would have been fine, like maybe last year, but like this is your hundredth, and everyone really. And I'm not against Baymax. No, I'm just like, no, this I is think your hundredth. But... Yeah, that's the weird thing one, for me. One hundred percent disagree. One thousand percent disagree. Okay, what okay. makes you disagree? All right, Dave, with, let with it this <laughs> Because when you look at the lineup of titles for this show. First of all, it makes me very excited that it's got things like Encanto and it's got bigger six. It's got, it's got treasure planet yeah, on it. Like, planet. Well, okay. <laughs> that movie um, rips y'all. <laughs> I actually kind of loved that film, but I, yeah, I, I, did, I, I like it too. But, yeah. Um, I think that they've done, every, I mean, look at harmonious, right? The problem with harmonious was it was just another show that had, you know, Frozen and and Lion King and be our guest in it. Mm-hmm. This is this is at their hundredth year saying, yeah, I bet you the show opens with a classic montage and probably closes with, with one too. So I don't think it's getting rid of those old characters. I think this is using the old characters to frame it and say, here's from our current 
you know, last 10 or 20 years and moving forward, what we're going to be like, we're going to be what inclusive. I was thinking. We're going right? to, I like, agree I, with Dave. They're bringing it into the future. Yeah. It's saying yeah. like, we're not, yeah, yeah we're a hundred years old. We can do all that old stuff too, but we're not only doing that. Okay. Right. I, 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 I right. dig it. I get it. Well, yeah. if you're going to do that, you take all of the fairies from Tinkerbell's direct-to-video uh, series, and you just one after another, just boom, 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 boom down the line. <laughs> just like a bunch of Tinkerbell. Just, just eat them out every over color, yeah. every Tinkerbell. color, fairy, all races and creeds of fairy. Just whop, 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 whop. They'd be like the blue angels. They'd fly in formation and leave yeah. like, smoke trails behind cool. them. Or something. That would rule, actually. I That'd would be like sick. That yeah, that's not in the budget. Nate. That's not in the budget. They can make the the budget is infinite when it comes to Tinkerbell's being needed out of the castle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But <laughs> but I have one request, which is we must. It's the hundredth, so we must uh, uh, kind of be reminiscent of the original Tinkerbell. So these all all these fairies must be seventy five years old that are doing this you know old acrobats going down that's the that is, is the most important smoking thing we're going to get ladies yeah yeah, yeah we're going to eat a hundred old tinkerbells smoking cigarettes down that cable that's what i want to see that is there a so reference that i'm missing the original <laughs> one of the original uh if not the original tinkerbell that flew down disneyland castle was a older lady who was a, a former acrobat Okay. Yeah. I yeah. always thought it was a man. Nope. I nope. heard it was too at one point. I mean, but... maybe at one point. I don't I know. Think, I think not the original think they... though. Not the no, original. No, and I think that I think they ca- they multicasted. It was whoever was basically yeah. athletic enough to do it. But, and had good and enough you legs. Know that, well, yeah, <laughs> right. And that and and that that system where she goes back and forth now was a, was only it's only what ten years old, maybe yeah. a little 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 less. Before when she slid, you know that they caught her on like a mattress, yeah. basically. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah, the two people with a mattress catching Tinkerbell on the way in. Like, anyway. Oh man. <laughs> but um also in Wondrous Journeys, this is pretty exciting. Um, we're going to be seeing there's actually concept art for this. Um, we're gonna be seeing the Sleeping Beauty Cancel Cancel. Wow, the Sleeping Beauty Castle. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty Castle got canceled. Sleeping Beauty's canceled. Breaking news. Breaking. Breaking news, you guys. Sleeping Beauty Castle has been canceled. Can you uh, how funny is that though that you just said the sleeping I, I it's it's <laughs> do you get it? Because it's Sleeping Beauty's Castle, that's not woke. Like that's very funny. <laughs> Oh my God! See, it's been canceled. That's, That's great smart. Joke. That's a smart Please, joke. If I laugh too hard. I like it. It's a real smart joke. <laughs> That's it's a really good one. She's canceled because she ain't woke. Because she's she not woke. <laughs> she's not woke. I mean, she. You know, back in the day, she probably wasn't. Um, but anyways. <laughs> That's the That's the episode title. There's the episode title right there. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a joke. That's like a full joke. I can't put a full joke. This is not a bazooka so joke. Sleeping just... Beauty canceled for it's being called clickbait, Nathan. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't think you guys know how podcast threads work. They don't. <laughs> it's not, it's not we're not. Pro- we're not producers. Um. But anyways, so back to the back to the main point. Uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle will be turned into Casita from. Encanto, which is very yeah. exciting. Like Woo! we love to see more Encanto in the parks. So yes. this is like just yeah. an amazing thing that they're doing, and we all know the success of Encanto. So this is going to be really, really I fun. Can't wait. We're going to be yeah. going in June, and I can't wait to see it. I hope this means that they're also going to use um, for this show that the Main Street projections are used as well. Sometimes they, they don't. They are. They are. That's what I heard. Okay, I'm hearing. Oh I'm, my God. I'm hearing Small World as well. I'm hearing everything. 
is getting oh, wow. right. Okay. This, uh, auxiliary viewing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but from the concept art, this looks amazing. It looks fantastic. And, uh, yeah, yes. and they do really good projections on the Sleeping Beauty Castle, so I just feel like it would just be super awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're I'm excited. I was I was worried about that song. But it seems like this this show might be really good. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the song where Victoria thought that there was a beat. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does sound like so, it's a Mumford song. It still sounds yeah. like a Mumford song. I can't song. laugh or I'll start hacking. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, the, that song was just, uh, it was it was good. But it wasn't fireworks good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I but swear I'm, there was a beat in that song. Like... Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean I don't know. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. But definitely not. I don't know. But yeah, so that's exciting. January twenty seventh, I'm going to be there. I'll be there the first day. Um, hopefully to ride Mickey's Runaway Railway and also see the show. Right. I'm so excited. Moving on from that, uh, Sarah, tell us a little bit about something that's – this is not really – this next part is not really news. It's not a shock at all, but it leads to an interesting conversation. So what else is going on over there? Yeah, so Haunted Mansion Holiday, the overlay will be extended by three weeks. So it will be here until January 30th, which I don't know if they've ever extended it before. Um, usually yeah. it's gone real quick. Um, so it's nice because it has been like an hour wait, so we have not been able to ride it. Um, but yeah, they're going to be extending it. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's really news, but no, but <laughs> I, my thing is, is this is the, the continue, like you guys don't even like have a full-time haunted mansion, <clears throat> haunted mansion, any, like, I mean, you always had the holiday thing, not always, but you know, the holiday thing has been there for years mm-hmm. and uh, you add an extra three weeks. And I'm kind of like going, is, isn't it just time to give Nightmare Before Christmas his own ride and stop bullshitting around like I, mm, who do you give it to though and like what does it look like I, know? I don't have those questions answered don't I, I <laughs> proposing a question does not make mean a, a solution. stupid little dark ride I think yeah. I know Janine that, it's too woke to do things like that I think <laughs> I think nightmare is a way more niche audience than you think it is I think I... Nightmare Before Christmas is good, but remember, it was a flop when it first released. I went to a test screening of that in a theater, right. okay? Right. And well, it, it did not do well. And right. so the only reason it's gathered steam is because of Disney Channel and then home video. And 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 frankly, I think the LA audience is primed for it because of, you know, Danny Elfman and Tim Burton and their sort of an insider baseball thing with the California SoCal crowd. Not that it wouldn't be popular. I just don't yeah. think it's for Disneyland it's Quadrant. I think it's for Disneyland, least, especially it could be. I think it's at least three and a half quadrant. I, I like I think it's too scary. I think it's a standalone ride without the Christmas theme. I think it's too spooky. It's why they changed um, uh, Snow White. It's why it's not Snow White's scary adventure. Anymore. Right. Well, it, I said I just it, I, I keep it Christmas. I mean, it, I don't think you really need to change like the tone. <laughs> just like, OK, people and, know what they're getting into at that point. Then, I, then you know what? I Then here's what I would do. OK, here's what I would do. Um. After Tiana's opens, the rest of Pooh Corner is kind of redundant. Mm. And that our Winnie the Pooh ride is 
a rash. Sorry, I yeah. hate it. it. No, it is. It's and not fun. It's, it's in Pooh Corner. As Westerners, we can admit when something is bad. It's okay. Yeah. We can do that. So, if you were literally to turn that gift shop and and uh, and the ride into Halloween Town, mm. now you're talking, right? Um, right. If it's a little corner that is always Halloween and Christmas, oh my God! Especially in a town like a place like SoCal, where everybody's a haunt nerd, and and there are three two or three different competing haunt conventions all year round, right? right. Like, I, I think you're right there. Um, I, I would be concerned that there are exit polls somewhere that show that, you know, kids under eight don't like it or are scared by it. Because I remember taking my nieces to see it, and they didn't right. really get it until the movie or yeah, the ride. Yeah, didn't like it till he was, like, nine. Okay. So, right. Okay, right. I was talking about the movie. I, I think it's bigger than, than you're giving it credit. Um, I, I can, all I have to do is go to hot topic to prove that. I was um, just going to say hot topic. <laughs> it, it's, it's a big, I mean, I, I'm just going to go back to my old, like, if you've listened to this podcast for the, the last several episodes, I've said this, I'm sure at some point, but like, get rid of hollow presidents over here, make this whole area sleepy <laughs> hollow, and then make that a, a, a 4d <laughs> nightmare before Christmas show. So you have haunted mansion and then a Ooh. 4d show. And then I'm down. I'm actually down with that. Yeah, I'm down with that. No more, no more presidents, please. And especially since it's right, right across the street from the Christmas store. Oh, true. Oh, right. See, see, look at this. What are they going to do with the? What are they going to do with their replica of the Liberty Bell? Then I don't know. Dump it in the river. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't care about that. Liberty Bell. Yeah, I I mean, I have to agree with Nathan. I feel like um, the. Nightmare, the Nightmare Before Christmas movie is like a part of like the Disney counterculture that's like obsessed with villains. And like if oh, you see totally. if so, it's like if you put something like that, I know I feel like a lot of people also say like uh, the whole villains area or like making villains grove an actual thing would be too scary for children. But like, just don't go. If you're if you're really scared, just don't go in the ride. Just don't go on the just don't go in the area. Um, but I think a whole ride. I can't really conceptualize it. Like, I, I can't really think of what it would look like because I feel like I've seen Haunted Mansion Holiday so much that mm-hmm. that's, like, the only thing I can think of. Um, but I like Haunted Mansion Holiday. I think it's cute. Yeah. I like that it's I, – I like that it changes, though. Like, I like that Haunted Mansion changes during that season. Like, it's different. Like, oh, it kind of makes it a bit more exciting. It's It adds, like, kinetic energy a little bit to I the, get to the that. park. I love a holiday overlay. Like, yeah. Like, Jingle Cruise is great. But my mm-hmm. thing is, is, like, for me, Haunted Mansion not only being like a classic, which Jungle Cruise is too. I'm not saying there's not that, but it it is there for so long. Is the other thing like uh, usually you think of holiday overlays of kind of being because Nightmare is a Halloween slash Christmas movie. It's not there from November first to January third, right? It's there yeah, it's from literally like, like September. I have right? Accidentally written the Nightmare Before Christmas version far more than right. I've written the original because it just so happens that for the six months that it's there or you know five months or whatever yeah. it's a long that's when time. I go yeah yeah and yeah. that's where it's like I don't know there's no answer to this but I, I just but the lines kind of prove that it's busy it. like it's, it's it always always busy. has like a 120 minute yeah, wait like true. but Haunted Mansion is so gonna busy. have a 120 minute wait no matter what it's Haunted Mansion so not necessarily really not, mm, not, not here no not, not here really. interesting Mm-mm. Here it'll be like on a regular like day. I would say like the highest that it could get to is like forty five, and that's like pushing mm. it. 
Yeah, when I last yeah, I went, say- when it wasn't a holiday, I waited for the regular one thirty. But when I last went, I didn't even get to ride it because it was one hundred and twenty. Yeah. I suppose that's not as much of a featured attraction as it as it is over here. You guys have like, you also have in in Disneyland, you have Galaxy's Edge, and I think that also weirdly takes a lot of the the brunt of. It's on of- the way to it too, so it's like if you're okay. you're passing it, you know. Interesting. Interesting. And then you have to factor in the new the factor in the new movie will probably give more interest in it here. That's true. true. That's yeah. very true. Depending on which mansion they do. Yeah, I just don't like that they make the overlay like super, super long because it makes it less special. Um mm. yeah, it would be cool too. if it was just like for like a month. Yeah. But then you would never be able to get on it. <laughs> so. Right. Right. Uh Dave, take us over to California Adventure. Uh and right. we're only saying this is a California Adventure one because it kind of sort of connects to California yeah. Adventure. So go ahead. So I, I first re- when I was first read this news report, I was kind of like, this is a non-story. They already have it. But then I, when you dig into it, it's like, oh, I, can't, I see what they're doing. The TLDR of this is that um, they are basically file a patent for toys and souvenirs and things that can interact with rides. Now, we, we've seen them do this before with the glow on the show ears. and But more, more appropriately, it's the, the comparison they make in the article is web slingers because you can buy this special sort of glove thing. And I did it. I, tr- I bought one and I tried it in, in web slingers. And it basically gives you slightly different weapons on the projection screens and, and, and a little bit better scoring because you have like these super power-ups. Um, but they're saying basically they are now patenting the idea that merchandise that can interact with theme park rides, which is kind of an, I mean, I would be very interesting to see the, the actual details of this patent because it could be argued that Universal does this too with the wands and now with Super Mario and with the mm-hmm. wristband. So um, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure what makes this special in yeah. the patent because it has to be very specific. Um, but the I, I mean, the basic idea is they're saying we are going to have widgets that you can buy in the gift shops that will uh, customize and personalize your experience uh, as you go into attractions. So this is just for attractions. It says um, it says into theme park rides. Uh, yeah, it specifically says rides. Uh, but that's what the article says. I don't know what the actual pa- patent says. Because then it would be different than the ones that are universal. Because the ones that are universal are they they're compatible with things that are outside of the rides, right? Sure. Kind of like a magic sure. band. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the, but but tech. I mean, but technically, your your wristband, while it doesn't interact with you on uh, Mario Kart, it does sense that you're seated there, and it oh. will and you're achievements and score go to your little nintendo account that you set up when you go through the park oh that's cool so okay so yeah it's it oh and i and i also heard rumor that what uh was not rolled out at the beginning of um uh japan mario world that will be here is it will it will connect to your nintendo account overall so any achievements you make in the park roll out to your switch no Um, yeah that's a game changer (laughs) right and well, yeah, and it's the whole, it's 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 you know um, the toy to game phase that it started with Disney Infinity and Skylanders and stuff is now like the parks going oh we can do that on a on a ride scale or a show scale that I, is the you know, perfect storm for me as a person <laughs> honestly saying yeah I yeah yeah it's gonna be fun um, the the you know the the question remains though do you gate a better experience for people with price. Yeah. And there's no right answer to that. I would say they already do. Yeah, you see it at Harry Potter World where you buy the 
$60 wand and you get to interact with the things in the windows, you know. And I would, and I would argue it's not even just interactive. Like this goes back to wearing mouse ears in the park, right? They sell mouse ears so you can feel Mm -hmm. like you're part of it. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't necessarily separate the fact that this now if it changes the attraction on such a grand scale like there's a twa- track switch and you only see a certain part of it if you're playing the game <laughs> now mm. i and i say that having designed that into a ride once and it was cut for budget but not for because of intent because they love the idea of an mm. upcharge um <laughs> yeah there was a whole there's a whole scene that certain riders would get if they were playing the parkwide game it was for the warner park in abu dhabi it never happened um so uh I'm on the fence about it. My business side goes, yeah, hell yeah, do it. But if the other, my, my creative side is like, if it doesn't really change it, like the problem I had with this web slingers one is it didn't change it enough for me to really care. I've never brought the web web slinger band back into the park, even though I'm a magic key holder. So I, I I don't, unless it can fundamentally make a better experience. I'm not necessarily. I mean, honestly, I feel like this would only really be beneficial for like, locals or people that's going to come back more than once but like you said like if you're a pass holder you don't even bring it back you know i just see myself here and i am the mark because i have a little boy who's going to be like i desperately need the thing i need it this one time and it's 30 bucks yeah and i just throw my 30 dollars into the pit and he gets to do the dumb thing and it changes an animation on a screen or like makes an animatronic move and that's he loves it and and that's that yeah victoria i i would have to disagree yeah i would have to disagree with you because i think that there's a far better chance there are things i've never done as an annual pass holder because i i'm like i'm not gonna pay for that like that's a joke like i get to go here whenever (laughs) but when you're there and it's like you're one time and you're like oh god i spent so much money what's 30 dollars like whatever makes us the best vacation in the world my kid will love me um you'll do it (laughs) no that's no i agree i was just saying like if you're a local then maybe it might not work i mean me personally i got like four harry potter wands and i've Like I'm just bringing them all. You're just jacked to the park. You're just bringing out all the wands, like like Wolverine. No, like which one's gonna look great with the photo? (laughs) No, the reason the reason I have more than one is every time I go, I forget to bring the one that I. That's literally what I was gonna say. Like I, Uh, I would forget. I've not um, purchased one of those. But but the question we leave it in the car for that reason. We leave one in the (laughs) trunk just in case. That's I had to my leave my magic band in the car because I kept forgetting it. Like, I was like, I bought this stupid thing. I better use it. Um, but the question of whether or not it's ethical, I feel like I don't I don't know if we can really answer that because it's like it's you you already go into the park by choice. Like, you don't have to right. go to the it's park. Subjective. It's subjective. It's very yeah. subjective. Like, you don't have to go on the ride. You don't have to, like, get those things. So it's like if you have the money, sure, spend it. <laughs> Right. But yeah, it's like, it. like, go for it. Am it's, I going to be a hater on the side? Absolutely. But like, I just, I don't know. I feel yeah, like if you, not why, why not? I think it only so, becomes a problem no, it, if the scenes, like you were saying, Dave, if it like changes a scene and the scene is like 10 times yeah. better and the CGI is like 10 times better. And then like the cheap free yeah, version. Right, yeah. is Dave, like I just shitty. want to note that if I were to write a Christmas Carol version of a theme park designer, the scene that makes them feel like they're Scrooge would be, and then there's another track where they pay more money. Like you, you literally <laughs> did the thing that I would make a Scrooge do. But oh yeah, I mean we we know we knew it going there. But the, but the thing is, it was the payoff for a really cool game in the park. Okay, so it, okay. Did, it didn't necessarily improve. It wasn't a, a scene in the ride that you would miss if you missed okay. it. 
it's right. a scene that if you played the game in the park paid off in a way that's like oh my god yeah. that happened just for me yeah, right can you so imagine if, like yeah <laughs> if all of a sudden haunted mansion's like uh get disney uh, get genie plus and you can see the Hatbox ghost <laughs> yeah right exactly. you know they'll do that in the future I, it's coming don't, don't I, tell them don't tell them coming. i think don't it's tell coming. them i think if you don't know about the, the interactives in super mario world right they're all over the land yep that they sync to your phone and then you get like little stickers basically as achievement in your phone. And if you, if you complete the whole quest more than once, there's different stickers every time you complete it from what I hear. And so, and then I I hear they're going to add seasonal stickers like holiday and, and, and so there'd be different it's quests through the same interactives, but for different purposes. The other big one, you know, yeah, right. Bowser, the Bowser challenge is revolutionary because they literally created not e-ticket attraction but it's a solid like dc or d ticket attraction that you that you can only see if you complete the three key quest with your bands like it's a a straight up attraction with a line that you can't get in unless you've done this thing so uh, to me that's fantastic but yeah you got to pay 30 bucks to do it it's the for me it's the equivalent of um, you know, cheap seats for versus expensive seats at the concert. I, I don't mind sitting in the back because I'm fundamentally getting the same concert, but I'm not getting the concert that $500 will get me to stand 10 feet from the Dave, performer. I need you to rewind because what is this about Bowser Challenge and you can only do it if you've done certain achievements in the park because I don't know about this and it, I okay. feel like... So you need to go to, on YouTube and go to Tokyo Disney Explorer. My friend Chris, he has got the largest... Uh, yeah. Eng- the first and largest first and largest english language uh asian park fan site and he did a full video of the entire playthrough of everything that the uh, that the power band goes with and it is a land wide and there are various quests that you do there's two or three sort of standalone games that are sort of large-scale self-contained games and then there's all everything else is just stuff you can punch and make things happen and you gather coins and and you and on mario kart you get coins if you do the turning interactive correctly it's like a timing thing um and and what this does is and and uh, those you can do without any worry about completion you can just do all that stuff all you want however there are three keys hidden in those interactives that the app gives sort of gives you clues on where to find them. And when you find those three keys, it tells you, all right, now you're, if they basically created a boss level in the park. Yeah. It's Bowser Jr., right? Is that who it's it Bowser is? Jr.? Yeah. And, and, and just, just know it's not a ride. What it is is like a little tiny little show where everybody's standing in sort of a half circle. There's this big, giant, wide projection screen in front of you. You see yourself on screen as a shadow. It's like, remember Connect? where your yeah. whole body is the controller. It's that, yeah. but it's mapping you in a little outline of you and a little silhouette. And so you do the same punching, jumping and ducking that Mario would do as you interact with uh, Bowser Jr. and his minions. So and the cool. whole goal is for this. The goal is for everybody to defeat him. And it's just a projection gag with interaction. And it's not very long. It's like less than a minute, but you can't do it unless you buy the band and find the three keys, which to me is totally fair with a brand like Nintendo because Nintendo is about gameplay, right? Mm. And so it, it is literally saying, money. do you have what it takes? <laughs> well, yes. And, shell- and 60 and, bucks yeah, and, every and, time. And There's making- no discounts, baby. Every time, <laughs> right. So that part, whatever, whatever, capitalism. But but from an experience <laughs> standpoint, that's the, like, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the AR, right? I'm excited for the Parkwide Interactives. But as a designer, I was like, yeah. they literally gated an attraction, made a, made a hard gate on an attraction based on accom- accomplishments. 
Yeah. That's wild. That's, that's crazy. I, yeah. And it's something you would not I, have done before I, the internet because people wouldn't have known about it. No, no one you just no. couldn't have, you couldn't have oh, got God. the information out. How much do you want to bet there's going to be like lines outside of guest services because of this? Because of this, like, why? No, how can, no. you don't think so? I feel like there would nope. be because they're going to be so. I don't think it's a high enough the, value. I think experience. because there's not that much to do. Okay, and well, the there's only one that. ride in Nintendo World. There's going to be one ride. Right. The rest of it is just like yeah, inter- interacting with just like the land. So the fact that there's a technically another ride, like quote unquote, you know, th- I feel like that would make people a little bit upset I that they can't do it. It's more of the equivalent to the Pirates Adventure at, in Adventureland. Yeah, too. that's what it sounds yeah. like. Like, like it sounds like that. Well, like the thing at Epcot. Yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, but, Epcot, but, you don't yeah. Have, but you don't have to pay for that. Correct, correct. Um, the, yeah. I think the, the analogy for me is, uh, as far as guest satisfaction and people being pissed, is, you know, you didn't buy your kid a wand, so they can't do magic spells. That yeah. mad about it. Like the, the, oh, I guess that's customer, fair. Yeah, that's true. From a customer standpoint, okay, sorry you didn't like it. But, uh, I, I mean, again, from your point earlier, it, it these are not egalitarian places. They are capitalist centers yeah so so i'm not surprised they did this but just from an experience standpoint i i the fact that i i can't believe this didn't get past the pitch stage and somebody there really pushed hard for me i don't know that for a fact but it's like this is the kind of thing that i've seen get shot down over and over and over again for exactly that concern like guest complaints people feeling left out fear fomo you know i think with nintendo you have a completely different playing field no pun intended Yeah. yeah i think also Universal has set the rules, like in a very interesting yeah. way. Uh, uh, Harry yeah. Potter had had kind of made it clear that there are things that you can do in a land if you buy a thing, um, and because okay. of that, there's less of an issue. And look, I mean, Magic Kingdom technically did it with sorcerers, the the cards. You know, like there are things that have been attempted before like this. And I think the 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 thing is is like beyond the Bowser Junior challenge part, which you can't see. Like the wands, I've loved watching people do their wand stuff. I never bought a wand, but I can see it all. Yeah. And I can see all the other yeah. stuff people do in Mario, except for that last part. And it's probably not, yeah. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, it's like you're going to Universal, you sort of understand that rule, and, and they've created it in an interesting way that feels immersive to the yeah. environment and not like a, we're keeping you out, we're, not, we're gatekeeping. So I think people will just buy into it. Yeah, hopefully. It's a pay to play. We yeah. will find out in what two yeah. months, a month, and some change. Ooh, some they're change. A month. Yeah, they're already good. They're going to start doing annual pass holder uh, previews soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, January fifth, you can sign up for them. So yeah. I'm going to be hitting that hitting that refresh button. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you mentioned Tokyo a little while ago. Let's go over there. Uh, we have some very interesting news out of Tokyo. This Disney. one has me this sad. Is... This oh, one has me so is, sad. Uh, oh, it has me very happy, actually. It has me exceedingly <laughs> Mixed happy. about it. Mixed I see about both it. I see both reasons why people might be sad, but I yeah. I love I love this kind of this is classic Tokyo Disney. Like we ain't we don't give shits about you. Like like we're we're gonna tell you the rules. This is very Tokyo Disney. What, what's yeah. going on? I mean I mean, first of all, how many of you actually have read on the back of your printed ticket what right. your user agreement for the parks are how many how many read a user agreement for anything you've purchased you scroll by and go okay right so what yeah. they've done is they've taken their theme park usage agreement which is printed on the ticket and it's on the website when you buy a ticket um and one of the things listed is in, in its prohibited acts it's the part of the agreement that says you know um 
uh, no commercial photography, you know, uh, unruly guests will be, uh, uh, can be kicked out at the management's uh, purview, blah, 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 right? It's all right. of that. In that, under prohibited acts, there's a little gem that says, purchasing products or souvenirs for the purpose of resale. So Tokyo Disney has literally made YouTube resellers uh, 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 basically illegal. Like if they catch you doing eBay it, resellers, if you, do you mean? Yeah, sorry. Did I say yeah. YouTube? eBay yeah. resellers. <laughs> yeah. And and like now the thing is, it's not really going to stop it um, because they'll, the first wave will be pass holders that go in just to shop will have their passes canceled. But they can't stop people coming in for one day tickets. But what they can do is legal action against an, e, uh, an eBay seller. I, I mean, Tokyo um, doesn't even have annual passes anymore, do they? Not no, right no, now, no. Because, like, the... I, I think... Sorry, go ahead. I, think... uh, I was going to say, the, the, to... <laughs> the Tokyo, um, like, reseller business, like, on Instagram is, like, huge. Like, there's Nuts. so many accounts that you could, like, mess DM them to, like, purchase something. Um, so this this one makes me a little sad. Because like I really love Tokyo merch and like we obviously can't get it in the U.S. Yeah, unless it's, the best you... merch. it's, it's literally the best. best. It literally is the yeah. best merch. Yeah, but that's um, why I'm sad. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's understandable. I, it. I understand. I think the biggest thing is um, how they're gonna um, how they're gonna enforce it. I just don't. Right. It it's not easy to enforce. I think what they're trying to do is send a message out so that yeah. you don't get the people lining up five hours ahead of new Duffy merch and literally selling it out in twenty minutes because they buy ten. Ver- I mean, 10 we've pieces, seen you know? in Epcot people and you know other launches of things of people filling, having like wheelchairs stacked with shit. Like that's yeah. that sort of behavior that we've whined about for so long is going to yeah. be verboten. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I think. Just cracking down even on just the most egregious stuff, even if a lot of like, you know, one offs make it through is worth yeah. doing. I feel like they should have just limited item like one item per person. Like, why don't they just like limit? I, mean, limits? They, I guess they tried that here. They did, yeah. but people they were bringing in like fake it. baby dolls. Well, because I remember they, yeah. there was like when when I was working in retail, they would tell us like, oh, like it's 10 items per that's like the limit for like certain things. But then you'd always get managers like coming in and being like, oh, it's okay. Just let, just let them buy it. It's yeah, fine. Because like, they have... fight about it. Well, yeah. not only that, but the managers have quotas. Exactly. Like I remember the, I remember the plans that we had to hit. Like I remember that. So it's like, I, I feel like it's no matter what, it's going to continue. Like not to mention, except it's, like... it's Tokyo and Tokyo where <laughs> there's a rule. There's a, Oh, rule. they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They do and... not give a single fuck. And I, I love that for them. I don't like love the that way... for me, but love that <laughs> love for, them. for them. Yeah, exactly. The only way they could like crack down all this is like, if they go to the Instagram pages and find out who the sellers are and then like block them from Cut coming into the park. Through. Yeah. yeah. Like, something and they like will. That. They will. I know that Oriental Land Company, the, man. They'll do it for the ones for the people that do it at a certain scale. I think I think it's the scale yeah. that's the issue because I think so. Yeah. It's like uh, some yeah. people's like salary. It's a check, like for for a lot for those Instagram sellers. Really OLC is. have uh, OLC have created uh, precog crime. They figured it out, and so they know who's going to resell. I think before here's what Nordia I think it's going to lead to. So there mm-hmm. you go. Here's what I think it's going to lead to. <laughs> Remember when you, there used to be only park merch available in the park, and now we have this little Shop Disney app and website? Yeah. yeah. What do you want to bet that a certain amount and a certain quantity of Tokyo Disney merchandise 
is going to start se- selling online and shipping internationally. I, I hope so. I would be shocked I bet you if money. they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you money. I can I'm, see that. Um, yeah. the, the, the thing that actually perked my ears up a little more was they also added a ban on, quote, filming for commercial purposes, end quote. Now, most parks have that, right? Mm-hmm. They already have. That's usually in the boilerplate almost everywhere on, on a lot of private property. The thing is, I don't know if it's the way it's worded or is this something that's going to lead to, you know what? YouTube is for commercial purposes. You're making money off of that footage. And live streaming. They have did, they not you know, always had streaming. that? Live streaming, you know, They I only think. did that um, yeah. a few months ago for Tokyo. And that was a big so, thing on TikTok. Like it, it kind yeah. of freaked people out because they were like, are they going to do this in the U.S.? First off, no. <laughs> I doubt that because no. you just saw what they did with their fighting policy. We don't have enough cast nice. members to figure out if you're like, right. like anyway. Yeah. They don't even no. want to do anything with the resellers now. Let's put a limit on it. Oh, never mind. We're not going to do that. Like yeah. they're we're, right. we're good. Right. What do you right. think the reason for them for them to do that? I don't uh, know. For... I I don't really You think Go it's ahead. cultural maybe? Uh, 100% I think it's cultural. cultural. It's 100% cultural. They're yeah. very into like respecting people's privacy. There. You know what? I like that because I feel and like I, I respect that. I respect that because I feel like it, there's such like a weird surveillance like culture here. Like you will end up on in someone's background. Like I don't like that. I don't like being in people's like videos, photos in the background. I think it's right. very weird. And then like posting that stuff to the internet for everybody to see. Like what if I wasn't supposed to be there that day? What if I lied to somebody? Like I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> or you have a stalker. Yeah. Sorry, why do you need an alibi? What's going on? I don't know. Why are you looking for <laughs> alibis, Sarah? Sarah has this plan in mind that I don't Sometimes, know. Sometimes. What, like, what if, or what if I told some somebody? Point, called in sick and gone to this. Also, Sarah, 100%. I'm kind of glad you said that because it's going to make me a little more aware of my surroundings when I film in the parks for YouTube. So I'm glad you actually said that. <laughs> well, well, because like I feel like if I even if it's I don't have that many followers or anything, but even if I'm posting something, like I'll censor people's faces because like what if they're not supposed to be there? Like I'm yeah. not trying to get people caught yeah. up, you know? Or maybe right. it's a child. Yeah. Or it's a child. Right. Like that's and, a big and, deal in Japan. And so yeah. all these rules makes these all fall in line with we're talking about the park where people sit down for parades and fireworks. Like it's so, so smart and wonderful. So nice. and it's I, I'm going to eventually go and do my absolute best to shrink and be the least American I can be. Like <laughs> I'm from Ontario. Like, please, I'm so I'm quiet. Leave me, you know, I'll try Just very hide. much to be Canadian. Um, we'll see how that pans out. But I mean, you're going to blend in better than I will, I guess. For real, me and Victoria got <laughs> <laughs> we got like, nowhere to hide <laughs> we have nowhere to hide well i have no comment on that but <laughs> you're also not wrong um we are going to move back to the states and talk a little bit real quickly about well we're not really going to talk about it janine you're going to review for us you did Jurassic world escape room uh, over at city walk i've been did. ready for this I'm yeah right what'd you think on the 17th <clears throat> Uh, I did it with my brother and my first impression was, oh my God, it was so expensive. Um, It was two tickets for my brother and I on a Saturday night and I think I spent $150 at at minimum, $150. Um, It was about an hour long. um, So at least it was maybe maybe even a little longer than that. Um, So from that perspective, the set design was pretty good. The story was not great, which imagine that, like a Jurassic World IP doesn't have the best script writer. Um, there were parts of it that that were good, 
and I really enjoyed the parts that were good. But overall, it was not worth the hundred and fifty dollars. Interesting. That's I've heard that the Back to the Future one is better. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah, I mean, you get Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, so, so I will be something. going back and trying the Back to the Future one with my boys. Since I went with my brother, who is the preeminent Jurassic Park fan, um, and so he's very picky. And so it, it was, it was, <laughs> you know, maybe I would have had a different opinion if I had gone with a lay person, but because I went with like the Jurassic Park fan, yeah, um, he's like that's the wrong species. No, 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 they weren't were even in Jurassic fine World. With that, but he's also like he's working, he, like he's working on like a Jurassic Park spinoff short film right, right now, and so he's like paying attention to script writing and things like that, and cohesive of the story, and the story just didn't really make sense, and like it starts to pick up and you're like oh this is good this is going to mm-hmm. be really cool and then the thing that's cool just like drops off in the next room and it just picks up like a kind of totally different sort of storyline oh, and it's i don't want to get any spoilers uh, but like yeah. the part that makes it cool doesn't really hold out it just ends in one room and you think that like something's going to carry through the whole experience right and it doesn't can i ask this really small spoiler question so spoilers if you don't want any spoilers just a small spoiler do you get to actually see physically any dinosaurs? No. Okay. There is a dinosaur that's in like a cage, that's but that's a screen. And then there's like one scene where there's like, you see an eye, but it's like just an Automatically eye. not worth $150. Not and if I don't see a real dinosaur. You don't. Because then okay. I'll just take that and pay for a ticket and go on Velocicoaster where I'll see. Yes, the, the queue. So it really... Yeah. Like the queue for Velocicoaster, so like some of the design was really good, um, but it was very sterile, um, kind of cheap. The mm. queue for Velocicoaster is better. That makes wow. sense. A little bit. Well, I get so, that. So, question then. So, being as though this location was originally like a nightclub, do you think they did well with the space that they had to create the escape room? Yeah, I think it's, it's, I don't know how long it'll last. Maybe they'll cycle mm-hmm. through and like update and change them into different things at some point. Um, the Jurassic World one is, there's no replay value for that at all. Um, well, supposedly they said that that that, that the, the, the way they built the software and puzzles into the system that, that there is, and I, I you did it, not me, but that there's some sort of randomization in terms of the solves. Oh, I could see that. No, I could see that. A lot of it was like just touchscreen things. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. Not not too much. I've heard this was my only escape room that I've ever done. Mm. Um, And so I've heard that some are like very heavily touchscreen based. But there were some really tactile experiences that I really enjoyed. And the ones that I liked the most had like you have to charge these canisters. And so they're like two pounds. and You got to constantly work as a team to like move things around to shuffle and while someone's entering a code and like that was when it got to its best and its worst was more touchscreen basic stuff interesting yeah that's disappointing yeah well i i recently watched some videos of the jurassic world exhibition that's been going around um and it looks i think it's a mix of puppetry and, and robotics but they do some really cool stuff um 
with dinosaurs in small spaces. So I thought, well, maybe it'll be something, just a little something. So. I know, just uh, one of the animatronics that they have in the queue for Velocicoaster. Even the raptor. Yeah, I assumed, I was like, oh, that's what's that they have easily a raptor. Yeah. Like, easily. No, it's a screen. They have one room that's like pseudo outside, and that part is pretty great. Mm. And I wish there was more outside and not just you're in a lab. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. Well, okay. Well, thank you, Janine, for a little bit of uh, news on that. I'm hoping to do Back to the Future as well. We'll, we'll review that once we've all had an opportunity to do it. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to keep you guys informed, our listeners, of – we were talking last episode a little bit – or well, the episode before about the unions um, that Disney Disney and Walt Disney World cast members and their unions have been sort of going back and forth. And uh, they were like kind of on the brink of strike uh, for a little bit there. Um, no good news, but just news that the – Unions are going to resume negotiations with Disney over wages in January. So basically everybody went on holiday. So that's where that stands. We'll keep you updated uh, when more news uh, comes out. Um, we are going to talk a little bit, though, and this is uh, – uh, we've I think three of us have seen it, and it's the big movie that's still making tons of money. Uh, even though it's been out a little while here. So we'll we'll just review a little bit here. Avatar, The, the Way of Water. I saw it. I believe – who else said they saw it? Janine, did you say I you saw, saw it? it? Okay. I saw it. And and Dave saw it. Janine, I believe you didn't like it, if I remember correctly. I had to talk myself into not leaving. That's rough. Wow. I'm wow. surprised. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, rough. other people loved it, and, like, my brother loved it, and generally he and I have very similar taste in films, but on this one, he loved it, and I couldn't get into it. It's beautiful, visually incredible mm-hmm. and so for that it's worth going to see i guess but i don't know i, I i'm sounding really snobby and repeating myself but the story no the writing just, is the, the dialogue's a little rough at times. so bad sure. it's not just the di- there's huge plot holes well i'd have to see it again yeah to, to know about that uh, let me ask real quick uh, what you guys saw it in i saw it in dolby 3d i went full like bore best i could I get i think i did too Okay. I saw it in IMAX. IMAX 3D. I think IMAX okay. 3D is what I saw it in. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, did you guys have the the, uh, the 48 frames per second frame rate? The high frame. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know. I, it's funny. I, I uh, that's actually you. If you saw it in IMAX, you did. Yeah. That's okay. a good sign that you would. So yeah, like I hated it in The Hobbit when it was uh, the entire movie, and it just stuck out like a sore thumb and looked like a you know a BBC teledrama. Yeah, um, and so I've been I've been thumbs down on on high frame rate, but I thought the way he used it in this, in terms of going back and forth, what what he did basically, Janine, is that during the slow scenes, it's twenty four frame, which is cinematic language, which is what you're used to seeing, a little bit of motion blur, a little softer, and during the action scenes he would pump it up to 48 frame and 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 he would guide into those scenes with like buffer zones of scenes that were 24 frame doubled and so it, your yeah, eye never so it, what ended up happening crazy. is your eye never noticed your brain never notices and it worked for me i actually really i thought it was really great yeah i had to stop and kind of go oh I think this is in a different frame. Like, yeah, my brain didn't pick up on it like at a switch, but yeah, that those transitions, that was a new tech that he, some company reached out to him and 
and they worked on that, which I thought was a real innovative idea. Because I think there's been a couple movies that have been high yeah. frame rate, like you said, The Hobbit. And when it's the whole thing, it's really weird. Um, but I thought that was right. kind of interesting. It's like when you turn your TV on, when you turn that smoothing on your TV that you turn off on your parents' <laughs> TV every time you visit, right? It's Yeah. It's, well, and to give people was, an idea, the, it, 24 is cinema, like we said. Most local news is 60. So 48 is kind of in the middle range there. And so it has that kind of more home video vibe. If you see a whole movie like that, it's really weird. But when it's just action sequences, it does feel like that motion smoothing, but it works for it because it's taking already very much computer generated material and like letting you kind of in most of the time you're seeing it in 3d. And so it's actually giving you a little more opportunity to sort of absorb what you're getting via milliseconds, but it's, it certainly helps and it's certainly an interesting way of doing it. And, uh, um, yeah, I story wise, I thought it was kind of on, I think it was better than the first one because it didn't have to do all of the origin story stuff, which I get really bored with. Um, and he's just, he's just a big blue dad now. What has Sam Worthington done since Nothing. the first one? Does anyone well, know? To be honest, I believe he went to rehab for a while, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, okay. All right, good for like him. That. Good Because if I remember correctly, uh, being in the biggest movie of all time uh, and was probably yeah. a bit of a pressure. Um, yeah. And then I think he did Clash of the Titans and that was it. Um, right, so, right, question right. then. Is mm-hmm. this... this... Based on everything I've heard this past month, because I've been on and off of seeing this movie, it just sounds like it's just three hours of vibes. That's really yeah. all it sounds yeah. like. It, it 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 is. It is. I, I mean, like I I agree. Like with you're not going the in for the plot. Better. You're going in for the the no. cinematography for the visuals. Yeah, I think yeah. you get into. Yes. I think that the stakes feel higher this time. I think that because Very kids are involved. So you you actually so what are we talking about like, as far as stakes are we talking about like avengers endgame stakes no we're talking about like hercules like, stakes like, we're talking about hercules. having it's a so the first movie right is like it's just i don't like saying it's just dancing with wolves but it kind of is like it's a guy Nathan, who, it's da- it's dancing with yeah, wolves, yeah. With a little bit and of pocahontas this is more like this is more like free will. a lot of pocahontas <laughs> a lot yeah, it's of very pocahontas. free willy it's really like, free willy yeah it if you like free willy you'll love this movie there's no joke the first one isn't if the first one is an ecological disaster message about Earth as a whole, this one is specifically about oceans and and yeah. ocean life. And, so it's, and it's um <laughs> Well, yeah, kind of. And you know, I it's I found it even though the dialogue's a little clunky in it. I found that part of the story a little less corny than the first one. There's uh, this yeah, whole totally. thing where where he communes with a whale and it and you here's the thing: you're either going to buy into it or you're not. And I heard people in my theater like laugh and giggle. <laughs> I loved it, and I was actually kind of moved by it. Um, yeah, but it it but the messaging is very much a hammer over your head. It is not subtle about telling you that our our oceans are fucked and we need to do something about it. Yeah. Um. My fa- I, here's the thing about the dialogue. Uh, James Cameron writes like it's nineteen like ninety five still. Um, all his dialogue yeah. sounds straight yeah, out of the mouth of John Connor. Like it, he literally like one of the kids. Uh, I don't remember the line, but he calls one of the henchmen a dipshit. And I was like, I've not heard the term dipshit used in a movie since probably Terminator. If if it was the last time yeah. that it was used, yeah. the bro like, counts were off the charts. Yeah, but the so bro counts all came was, from the bros. There was they, one oh, line I heard. And I need to know if it's true. Okay. Did the villain at any point say why so blue? Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I heard no. it, but I didn't. 
It was said in a way where I didn't know if they were serious when they told me or no, not. They, so I just they had did. to know. Yeah, <laughs> they did. And They're... it gets a groan. It gets a groan from the audience, yeah. which is, oh, I think, okay. intentional. I think it's intentional. Part... <sighs> My yeah. issue with, since we're talking about the villain, is I just don't get it. Like, they, there's this throwaway line that like Earth is trashed, so they need to right. like win over this the the natives so that humanity can move to Pandora. This, yeah, the stakes oh, are isn't that the first is a movie? throwaway no, no. line. But no, but it's not though, because remember, Jake Sully was a was a revolutionary who who overthrew a billions of dollars of of corporate greed and right. they lost a ton of profit so of course they're going to go back and kill him because yeah. they're going to take over the planet anyway so the only way to do that is chop off the head at the top which is he was the leader last time they have to do it again right so now they're to me, that was new but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean like, the grand scheme yeah. is Edie guys just go see it Edie falco's in it what do you need what more do you need you can see Edie falco in, Dolby 3D. You, in imax Edie falco in imax what do you want this is the best <laughs> technology wise technology wise the thing that broke my brain was knowing that it's motion capture and ev- almost everything that you see yeah. is not touchable and digital but then you have a bunch of human characters the kid in every scene i'm like it's crazy wait a minute it's crazy it, did they like my brain just broke like i try to figure out what the production <laughs> process would be to get a half naked mowgli like a real human yeah. in amongst all these motion capture people that are twice his size in a completely fan, fan, fanciful environment. Like I am, I cannot wait for the behind the scenes stuff on this because I think a lot of people just wave their hands and go, Oh, it's all CG. And it's like, uh, hang on. It is way more complicated than that. And he is yeah. setting, like we would not have digital production for shows like the Mandalorian and a lot of other shows. Like, granted, they're and using I do the void, credit but, her for that. I give him that's the, the like, most interesting flowers for me. that. Like, I can't I wait to yeah. watch the behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, right, 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 right. And I think there's so much that he does. Like, I'm, look, it's still a, a, a very, very privileged white guy. And there are problematic things about how he's representing Caribbean culture, yada, yada, yada. yada. But, um, which all is a good discussion. And Polynesian, yeah, it's a good right. discussion to have. I don't, it didn't affect me, but it, that's pro- part of the problem. Um, uh, but, but he brought I, those I people in, to be fair. He's lived in New Zealand, right, working with Weta for like 10 years now. And he brought those yeah. people in. So, the chief is of that culture. Yeah. Like all the references yeah. come from a, a, in the same way that Disney takes Moana and is like, well, this is that, but not yeah. really, but kind of. It's that. Yeah. It just feels a little more sensitive because it's a live action opposed to an animated right. movie, I think. Exactly. And it's like he put in the work and he put in the homework and put in the the consultants. I'm sure they were all there. You're still going to have the woke Twitter mob railing for it, which is fine. If anything, that keeps the conversation going. So studios do it more often, which is always a good thing. But Mm -hmm. technically, you can't bet against Cameron. You just don't like You like people say this is a flop, and I'm like, trust me, it no. is not. What it's made in. I don't know why people are saying it's a flop. Not anymore. They were they were last week. They were like, oh, it's not going to do it, and it's then it's, made it's a, over, a over a billion. billion. Now. To yeah. be fair, I said I yeah. hope it flops. I never said it was going to flop. <laughs> yeah. I hope it flops. <laughs> That's fair. But I would. The only reason I want to watch it now because I really didn't want to watch it. I was going to watch it regardless. But the way that you're talking about like all the technology that they're using in this film. Like I want to see what that looks like. I want to see what the forty eight percent like per second looks like. Uh, forty eight, yeah. yeah. The the it's right. it's great. Yeah. And and look, Sigourney Weaver plays a teenager, and it totally works. And I don't think that and is the phrase works. I Still would have so said. That's wow. in my mind. I'm the so moment yeah, it, you it, see it, you wait. go, I get it. So okay. yeah, it, it. it works. 
Final question. Okay. Sorry, I have a lot of questions. That's fine. So how do you think this is going to translate into Pandora in, in Animal Kingdom? Uh, James Cameron already wants to, and he's talked to Bob Iger about doing a, a new Flight of Passage film um, and, and rotating that in and out. I wish they, I wish they would have done it like to promote the movie. But again, yeah. one would think. I remember can, saying can, on this podcast, like you would think they would want to do that for a movie that's supposed to make yeah. a bajillion dollars or needs to. But again, they didn't. And the movie is doing just fine. Well, so that might have had something to do with the switch in leadership at that point, too. Yeah. I feel like yeah, Iger, who is a Iger is yeah. more of a creative. So he would have jumped on that versus Shapek, who's more of a numbers person. And he yeah. wouldn't well, be on board with that. Yeah. And they don't necessarily need it right now. That they, even though the movie will be a year old, they could do it next summer and it'll be oh, totally. just fine. It, it, yeah. Um. I. I. Can we. Can we talk though? They've already filmed three. Can we talk yes. about the title for three? Am the I the only bearer? person that thinks it's gross? There's a three. It's called the seed bearer. There's five total. There's five, but they already There's filmed five. three. Yeah. Yeah. Three's the done. Who's bearing the couple. seed? I'm so. Confused. Well, once you the see the seed movie. Bearer. Once you see the movie, you kind of. I don't like that yeah. title. Sounds gross. I don't like I, that either. It. it, it 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 it's interesting it's kind of like earth a literal kingdom? Scene. it doesn't this make like sense the earth kingdom for last airbender are they going to bossing then <laughs> no i will janine i'll tell you later because i don't want to say it on the podcast but i'll explain why seed bear yeah. makes a lot of sense um yeah what i what i will say is uh i don't need more in animal kingdom what I need is a freaking water park that looks like that land. I'm with you on that. It's so pretty. Or, and or a water park next to Animal Kingdom. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Where you enter from Pandora. Yes, 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 yes. They, yes. they can do it. They can do um, it. I mean, if you yeah. if the visuals are like what you're saying and they can translate that into a water park, they oh, would make at looking stupid at it, money. money. Like Ooh, there's boy. those people who make those lagoons. Oh yeah. Like the a cabanas. Huge lagoon with like well, like they're like they're like neighborhoods that are like built yeah. around these enormous lagoons and like building little like steps could, and layers. Oh, you know how, and, oh God, I can. You know how it. they do it? You know how they do it? They don't do it as a full water park with a ticket. They do it as um, attached to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's it's a separate oh, cool. pool area that is mm-hmm. just all Avatar themed. I that think that's, could that would work. be smart. Animal An Kingdom is a, the lodge is so specific. It yeah, would really, it's very yeah. specific. I think it, it would encroach too much. It's on very tied life. into their conservation thing there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and the only problem there too well, is so much of that land is taken up by wildlife. Like like yeah. for seeing. So I don't know if they have that land over at the lodge, weirdly. Yeah. And the yeah. lodge is it's not far, but it doesn't like how other ones feel close. The lodge always feels like it, it. They should have like a straight shot to the Animal Kingdom Park from the lodge, but you have to like kind of go around like a road. Yeah, isn't it like go, right yeah. up the road from like Art of Animation? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird in that sense. But uh, yeah, no, give me give me a water park. Uh, I, always, I'm always for water parks. What can I say? All right, let's keep moving right along, uh, and let's go over to Universal real quick. Oh well. I should say we're going to Universal because we're going to do our classic segment, the one everyone loves. Beware our guest. We have several beware our guests this time, um, and we're going to start at Universal. Janine, run us through some of these beware our guests. These are some good ones, I think. I are they good? I mean, good in a way. Good. They're so bad. They're good. Yeah. In that way, uh, Universal. Um, Goodness. Oh, God. I, I always find these stories very soul crushing personally. But <laughs> um, uh, a person named Mr. Gill was arrested at Universal Studios recently for 
from what I can see based on reporting, potentially using like a this is me filling in the blanks here for sure. Yeah. Using like his infirm grandmother to smuggle <laughs> $700 worth of merchandise out of the store. Sort and of. So it seems that way, yes. That, it seems like that because she he wasn't gets charged. arrested. She doesn't get charged. Yeah. So that makes me think that he's just wheeling grandma around who has no idea what's going on and just tucking shit under a, a Grinch blanket. Yeah. He's got um, a Grinch blanket and he's stealing stuff. How? Yeah. I mean, that's just wild. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. write that shit. Well, he was, well if he you was did, doing- no one would believe you. It was obviously it was obviously he was doing his Christmas shopping because it was before Christmas when it happened. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. It's yeah, sad. It's I like, don't know. It's you know. seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's a lot. That's yeah. That's a lot. It was forty-one different items. What? Yeah. To be How fair, not, that many not, items. He's not going to like a Publix and stealing things. Like he he has paid admission to this park, so he apparently has some money. Um, well, no. I, on top I, of I that, the blanket was wasn't even paid for. Yeah. yeah <laughs> who it, knows? Was it, was it City? No, Walker? it says. No, it was um November fourth. It said at the uh which store at Universal Orlando Resort, uh the Universal Studios store. Is that oh, oh that's okay. right at the entrance of the studio oh, park? City Walk. Right? Oh, yep. Or City was Walk. it yeah. Mm-hmm. City Walk. Okay, that makes sense. Because if you can't afford to, to pay for park, parking, you can't afford to buy merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. His last dollar went to parking. Um <laughs> I can't. Yeah. What a bummer. What a bummer. Do you want to um, know the most egregious one that I've ever seen? Sure. Um when I was working at the parks, there was this couple that came in one day and they had gone to almost every single store in the in DCA and they had stolen two lounge fly bags from each store. A lounge fly bag costs what? like $85 and they literally, we would get calls. They they didn't know what they looked like. Each store was calling the other store and they were like, did these people come by and steal two bags? And then did these people come by and steal two bags? And it literally went on for like hours and they were never caught. They walked out of the parks with like, I want to say, like, it was about eight stores, and it was two bags each of each store. So what is that, like 16 bags? That's crazy. Holy That's crazy. Flies. Wow. And those bags range from, like, 80 to 100 Exactly. Yeah. So, so 16 times 80, that's at least $1,300. So they walked out. No one knew where they, they were. And they probably resold it for double the price so how do they how do they even do that that's how did they not get caught though it's like you're carrying 16 lounge fly bags i don't understand how you get caught you put lounge uh, you put the bags inside the bags you steal bags so you can steal stuff and put them in bags that makes a lot of sense now bags and bags and bags that's how i fly on airplanes i stuff my bags in my other bags there you go (laughs) um how to do it yeah. Uh, continue. What else do we have? Yeah. Um, oh, we also have a real fun one, which um, is really purely devoid of context, but that almost makes it better. Um, a video <laughs> yeah. surfaced on YouTube recently of a physical I can't fight. Can't watch it now. Dang it! During Harmonious uh, in mid-December Ugh. on the World Showcase Promenade. And the video is remarkable. It's just two people. It looks like women to me. There's the video. I can't it's... tell. They're just um, wrestling. Wrestling. Like one person's got like someone in like a headlock with their knees. And like uh, what song is that from? Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Like somewhere. <laughs> like or out there, I guess, is, is the name of the song. Uh, it's just it's it's a treat. No context, just pure vibes, just 
two strangers <laughs> wrestling well, by cell phone light to that's what's just so funny is like it's not really... only is it during harmonious which yeah pun intended but yeah. it, it's like it, it's 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 funny to have like well we have the fight on on film but because it's at the end of the night and there's so many people and it's so like Disney has no idea who these people were. Like, who knows how much this kind of stuff happens too that we don't see? Where it's like there's these little tussles that get taken care of, and they're too fast for anyone to actually do anything in the, in the midst of a crowd. But um, this one is wild because, yeah. like, you don't see anyone throw a punch. Like, it's literally oh. just someone appears to have they just wrestling. someone in a in a restraint. Yeah, I guess, and they worked it out amongst themselves. Apparently. apparently. Um, our uh, oh, last one is pretty unique. I do like this last one quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, this last one is real interesting. This is something, a rare treat. We have a Tokyo Disneyland Beware Our Guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember we talking about how they, they like their rules? Yeah. <laughs> They'll prove it to you. Yeah, this is there. yeah, this is true. Reaction time, second to none. Um, some man jumped out into the middle of the parade and started just like, waving his hands around everybody look at me dance at me uh dance at me look at me during the the christmas parade and um is immediately tackled they got his ass so fast it's it's crazy a second (laughs) and a half like are like is this guy even secure like really security like or are random parade concierge people just imbued with the power of tackling Yeah, because here they would have been like, sir, sir, sir. And you like, gotta wait, kind of, we gotta yeah. call security. Security, yeah, just, come and, and restrain kind of this person. It would them. be like a whole ordeal, and this was just immediately handled. <laughs> There's like three people <laughs> on him in less than 10 seconds. Like, it's insane. Um, I wonder if it's like amazing. they, I wonder if the cast member got in trouble. Because, like, if you guys remember the Paris situation where mm. the engagement thing, where that cast member got in trouble. Right. So, I, I wonder know. if the same situation happens here. Yeah, we That's don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I just found another video of them like dragging him out. <laughs> another angle? <laughs> yeah. It's like we this is a pruder film. We just love yeah. all our angles of this oh, parade. Oh, <laughs> He's you got an get. entourage of like a dozen people. <laughs> He's hunched over being dragged out. Remarkable. Well, thank is, you, the, is the person Japanese? Who, uh, that, yeah. He, he appears yeah. to be. I, I, yeah. That's surprising. It looks like it. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. This is not an American. I mean, he I w- might be an American, I w- I but it's it not w- a white dude running out for a tiktok he's like in his he's middle-aged it's yeah he's no phone in sight there's nothing yeah. that suggests this is for the meme or whatever it's, like yeah it's not for clout no it's something well thank you janine i appreciate uh you running us through those we're gonna finish up real quick you know every time we say that's gonna be a short episode we go very long it's always <laughs> the case every time um but we are gonna finish out with two questions to end tonight because of course it is 2023 where you're listening and uh we want to ask that a uh, couple new year's questions uh to the panel so first of all what theme park thing are you most excited about in 2023 dave what about you i bet it's something tron related <laughs> You'd think um I would think. if I had if I had not been on the one in Shanghai already, uh, I would be a way, way more excited than I am. I, I'm very excited. Um, but I rode I don't know if I told you the day that I was at Shanghai Disneyland, I rode that like ten times. I, I, <laughs> wow. My inner ten year old was just mm-hmm. um I think for me 
it's funny. I was going to say runaway railway, but I have been on that in, in Florida. I just know that there's different stuff here. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm wondering what the differences are. That's maybe sort of minor second choice. My first choice is going to be Super Mario World, just because I'm, I saw the videos. It looks the, the fit and finish of everything looks beautiful. I'm really curious at all the interactives because from what I've heard in Japan, you know, they take a beating from guests and making interactive stuff that doesn't break all the time is really hard. Yeah. So if they've cracked that nut, I'm very excited to see it. But so I would say Super Mario World. Victoria, what about you? Um, I'm tied with three, actually. Well, no, technically two. Um, Super Nintendo World is definitely one. I was actually texting uh, young Anthony about that because we're going for my birthday. Um, and Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park. Okay. Some Hershey cool. Park love. Very good. Very good. Sara, what about you? For me, it's Toontown. I'm really excited to see oh, what it'll look like. Yeah, I forgot and about Toontown. Yeah, so I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait yeah. for it to open. Janine, what about you? Uh it is for sure the theme of the evening, Nintendo. <laughs> um i wasn't that into it i thought my worry was it wasn't going to be that interactive because of the reasons that dave listed with like it's just very hard to build things that are truly interactive that can withstand the amount of use that they're going to get um and then also just having enough of it to not just be standing in a queue to bump a block and you know mm, have yeah. something but having seen the uh trailer i guess you could say for it my son and I watched that and our jaws just hit the floor. Um, I just, if you want to spoil it, if you want to spoil it, go to TDR Explorer on YouTube because he does a full rundown and it made my jaw drop. How cool it is. I, I can't wait. I'm taking does there, whether I can afford it or not, it's going on the credit (laughs) card. Like it's happening. We're doing it. And we are going together and I'm meeting up with, I'm meeting up with you and we're going to ride on Mario Kart together because I'm a pass holder. Yay yes. friendship. I'm going in June though. So <laughs> um, that's fine. I'll be there in June. I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> For here. me, this is a weird one, but I actually am more excited about like what we're going to find out about Epic Universe than I am about anything mm. coming out next year. Mm. Um I'm excited for I'm really biting uh, my nails and, and waiting for concept Nathan, art. Nathan, don't uh, you know a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush? I know, I know. But, you know, there's just something about, uh, I, I love the idea of that park. I love the Universal Monsters area so very much. Um, and I'm just really excited to see some more stuff come out. Um, and I think hopefully they will allow some more stuff to come out. When I does love it open a, again? Uh, 2025? Yeah, 25, Ooh. I believe. Okay. Um, but I just really love when a part, I mean, we don't very, 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 very rarely do we get the opportunity to watch a park get built. I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. here in, in Florida, That's it's true. not been since. Nine. Uh, is it Islands or is it Animal Kingdom? I'm trying to think which was the both. last. They, well, they both opened. They uh, both about uh, the same time. Kind of on purpose. Almost yeah. the same time. Um, <laughs> and, and it's been a while uh, since a big. Uh, you know, a big contender really threw their hat in. And so I just, I just really love that process and I like seeing what happens and thank you bio reconstruct. Uh, you will uh, be flying over there, I'm sure. And giving me lots of photos and just, I just love all the analysis that people come up with all that stuff. So. Which is, which is the first time we really had a park that had that kind of analysis because yes. internet was not the way it is now when they were building IOA and animal kingdom. This That's is the first time point. in the U S yeah, that it's being yeah. covered under such a scrutinous lens, you know. 
Yeah. So I'm excited for the dialogue on that. Um, I think that'll be good. Let's go on to our last question of the evening, which is if Disney has to pick a New Year's resolution, what New Year's resolution would you like to have Disney pick for how they do theme parks or company or whatever? Whatever you would like them to sort of focus on and, and improve for them this coming year. I can start, give people some time to think. Uh, for me, if Disney was going to pick a New Year's resolution, um, I would like it to be uh, pay more. That's it. Pay more. Not me pay more. Them pay more. Um, <laughs> whether that is uh, their cast members, uh, whether that is for design, whether that is for anything, pay more. Pay like you used to. Um, and hopefully with Iger about, uh, we might see some of those changes. Um, but I, I just think that there is a uh, – and that includes just hiring, right? I don't want to see a trash can full. Uh, to the brim anymore. I want to. I want them to pay what they need to pay to actually maintain what they're doing. So pay more. Uh, treat yourself, Disney, in 2023, <laughs> and pay a little more. Uh, who else? Anybody else on the docket? Sarah, what about you? I think Disney's resolution is going to be to work on itself and to just be nicer <laughs> to everybody. Um, they definitely need to do that to be nicer to their pass holders and to make them feel a little bit more appreciated and, mm -hmm. and loved. Um, and I think that they're, um, yeah, it's going to just be working on themselves, making the parks look a little prettier, making That's the good. pass holders feels nice. That's it. Work, working on themselves. We yeah. like that. We like that. Victoria. Um, honestly, if I would have to pick one, it would honestly just be appreciative mainly towards specifically towards the cast members because the shit they deal with on a mm -hmm. daily especially as we've seen in this year is far beyond what they are getting currently paid yeah. i just want them to see them being fairly paid yeah. and treated with respect treated. i want them yeah. to, i want them to do more to protect their cast members in yeah. the park against guests as well yeah yes that's good janine what about you uh, I would just like Disney to remember that it found its success when it was really living true to its values and not numbers in a book somewhere. I feel like they've been too focused on profit and loss numbers and not looking back to what worked for them in the past, which was focusing on the people who make Disney what it is. Yeah, They need to get back to the people. You need a you need a Hallmark Christmas movie for Disney, right? They're I do. they're they're yeah. the city girl. Yeah. They need to go yep. back and and find themselves the in the town. country. Yeah. Find their small town roots. I don't I don't disagree with that. Dave, finish us off. What what do you want to see Disney have a new year's resolution about? I'm with you uh mainly that they just need to pay more. The cast members are vastly underpaid for what they do. Um and the benefits and are shit. And the benefits are not good. So I think the number one thing, because on a corporate level, working for Disney in other, in the studio and other departments can actually be a really comfortable, you know, career. And it's just not possible in the parks. And that's not, you can't look at the, those parks as like, you know, McDonald's entry level high school jobs. People no. think that, but it's no, it's there's too many people. There's, of, there's too many there's people too many who people. have to work for it. You can't churn through right. that. Level. You'll run out of staff. Yeah. 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 And not just that, that it be, like takes two hours to get there to get to your shift yeah mm -hmm. it really right. does it's right. a hassle like it's a lot i mean that would be the first on my list but if we want another one so as not to repeat yours i would say that the uh the way reservations and the pass holders work needs to be fixed like we all know <sighs> that 
it needs to be fixed. I don't know what that fix is, but something closer to the previous passes and max pass is, is I think better. Um, Mm -hmm. And like in my mind, it's like, okay, well, if, if the reservation system sucks, so why don't you do this, take away reservations and your pass level decides how many times a month you can go. Right. You get, you get, you only get two weekend days and you get as many, this, remember the old system was like this. You get as many uh, 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 off days as you want. There were days that were not peak days that were free to come, but there were other ones that required a reservation. I think right. add on top of that, a limit to the number of times you can go a month. And I, I, a lot of people are going to bristle at that. But to be honest, when I look at my max pass or my, my max pass, my, my uh, magic key now, I only went last year, like nine times, which sounds like a lot, but that barely pays for that pass and i had to really grit my teeth to renew it because it's like am i gonna get more than that out of this i don't know i don't think so yeah for disneyland especially i think that makes a lot of sense when you only have two parks works Um, yeah it works works for disneyland yeah absolutely well all the best to you and yours in 2023 and rat castle is produced by me Yours truly, Nathan Hartman. Uh, please consider subscribing if you haven't already. And please, if there's one thing, make this your New Year's resolution. Give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We've got, like, I don't know, not a lot. We've got, like, 30 maybe. Um, and that's fine. But the problem is is that when you have one or two that really don't like it because maybe our our political views or whatever, you know, they give you one stars. Uh, well, that really kind of warps the the scene a little bit when there's so few people. So if you can just do this for us, just just do it for us. Just go to Apple Podcasts, go to your app, whatever you need to do, and just rate it and review it. Um, that would be wonderful. We would appreciate that. And if you want to know more about what we're up to, you can check us out at ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com. Or if you want to see merch links and all our other links to all the places you can find us streaming, bit.ly forward slash ratcastle is the place to go. Now, grab your belongings, including your 2023 glasses, which I'm sure you have from your party, and exit the lunch. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? Ah!